Stand by for the Terry Saul Show in five. Roll tape. Four. Cue Terry. Three. Bring audio up. Two. Stand by. One. Play intro. Stay tuned for the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. You know, when it comes time to move into a new home, it's time to consider Don Lule Homes. The Lule difference is simply setting the bar for quality service in Salem. Find out today about custom-built new home. Don Lule Homes offers open floor plans, quality craftsmanship, and over 50 years of excellent experience in new construction. Beautiful homes are coming soon. Call today and ask for Erica at 503-428-6992. Don Lule Homes. Good morning and welcome to the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host and I'm so glad that you joined us. Amanda Smith is joining us this morning. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing this morning? Oh, so good. So good. You have a guest in here this morning to chat with us. Yes, I do. So I have Greg here. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. And so you are with... Let me, is it Darian's Gift? Darian's. Darian's Gift. Darian's. Darian's Darian. We both got it wrong. My apologies. My That's apologies. That's all right. So why don't you tell me a little bit about who you guys are? Quite simply, Darian's Gift, we are a local nonprofit that helps uh, local families in the greater Salem area that are treating for childhood cancer. So we've been around since really 2008. Okay. Uh, that's when Darian, my nephew, uh, first started his treatment. Okay. And so we say that's when Darian's gift really began because that's when we started to think about the needs that local families had while they were on this journey. And then unfortunately, Darian passed away in April of 2009. I'm so sorry. And thank you. And shortly thereafter, uh, my brother and I talked about a way that we could, you know, honor Darian. Yeah. Tell his story. We both kind of saw the needs that families had in the process of, you know, treating for childhood cancers, realized that not everybody had that foundation Yeah. of, you know, we had our family and our church and community and uh, employer that all jumped in to help Craig and Abby while they were on that journey. Not everybody does. Yeah. And so we said, we want to be that foundation for others. How old was Darian when he passed? He was six years old uh. mm. from osteosarcoma. Hmm. And what is us? It's a bone cancer. Okay. Yeah. And that's a difficult one. It's a very difficult one. It's not the most common of cancers in in children. Mm -hmm. And in his case, uh, he was extremely young for that type of cancer. So it was an extraordinary story, really. He was diagnosed on uh, Martin Luther King Day of 2008. And Darian was a a very feisty little boy. Uh, (laughs) We... We nicknamed him Darian the Barbarian in our family. (laughs) So it was not uncommon for him to have little aches and pains and things like that because he was very rambunctious. But uh, this particular time, he was complaining about a pain in his leg. So Craig and Abby took him in. Uh, The doctor here in in Salem did a really nice job of triaging it and said, we need to get you to Portland right away. Took him up to Portland and they, they diagnosed him within the next 24 hours with osteosarcoma. And that's when the journey began. How long was the journey? 18 months. 
Yeah, do you, do you feel comfortable diving in a little bit into his story? Oh, love to. Okay, go ahead. Love so, to. So then what was the, after he got diagnosed, then what happened? Uh, so first thing was to begin radiation and chemo. Mm-hmm. So for he, a six-year-old. For a six-year-old. Yeah. This is so unfair. Oh, it is. It's a it's a horrible, horrible um, situation. Cancer and doesn't discriminate. It no, will, it doesn't. No, Unfortunately. Doesn't. Then there was an amputation. Okay. So the cancer was in his upper femur. Right above the knee, right below the hip, were in two spots. And so what they ended up doing was amputating his leg right as close to the hip as they possibly could and then took the section below his knee and rotated it and attached that back to the hip. What? They wow. call it rotation plasty. And so his ankle then became the new knee joint mm-hmm. when yeah. they rotated it. And so then he had a prosthetic that they could hook onto oh, his yeah. foot. Mm-hmm. So he called it his flipper. And he had a little <laughs> prosthetic that he hooked onto it. And he was, uh, yeah, in the process of learning to walk again. How, how, do you, how do you explain this to a six-year-old, what he's going through or what, what he's about to go through? How do you, how do you explain this to him? My brother and Abby were extraordinary. They just were very real with him in what needed to happen and just kind of, you know, told him through the entire process that things were going to be okay. Yeah. And but we need to do this to make you better. His attitude and courage and sense of humor through the entire, like I said, the, the fact that within hours after having the surgery and seeing his his. His leg turned upside down. He he'd already called it his flipper, and <laughs> was challenging me to play Mario Kart. <laughs> he he was just an unbelievable little boy. So his spirits were high, his even spirits in were always high. a tough moment. Yeah, I mean he had his moments, of course. Right, right. But he kept an attitude like, and that's what we find with all the kids that we've helped over the last thirteen years, is they're much more resilient than adults. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight that they have and the courage that they have and the stamina that they have and how they they really look out for their parents and look out yeah. for their their uncles right and uh, and take care of everyone around them while they're going through this process how how did how did you get through it <laughs> I'm still getting through it yeah <laughs> I got more tissues here <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm still getting through it yeah. you know Darren passed away in April of, of 2009. And there's still tough days. We've got... A, a so it's, it's been over 10 years then. It has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a little boy right now that is the same age as Darian with osteosarcoma. Oh, oh boy. Oh, and boy. And when I was introduced to that mom, uh, it, it brought back a, a wave of emotions for sure. Yeah. You know, we, we get through it with things like Darian's gift. And the reason we call it Darian's gift is simply... When we, we first started the organization, it was called For Him Today. It had a lot of meaning to why we called it For Him Today, but it was a very long story to have to explain to people. Right. And so we finally decided, okay, this isn't working. we got to rebrand. And so we realized, had Darian never got sick, we would have never had any idea the plight that families go through when their kids are treating for cancer. Yeah, We never would have known how many kids in this greater Salem area are diagnosed with cancer each year. Right. And then the things that we're able to do for these families are all because Darian got sick. Yeah. And raised this awareness, and this is his gift 
back to this so, community. So Darian is 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 helping people today. Mm-hmm. He may have passed years ago, but he's still helping people today. So it's truly his little gift. buddy, huh? It's truly his gift. Yeah, yeah. So how did he do with radiation and chemotherapy? Was that tough? It was tough, um, but you know we did the typical head shaving party, and oh, I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> I mean, would you shave this head? Of hair? Um, Hello. No. <laughs> but uh, you know, we did that, and he wore a stocking cap a lot, and and his brother participated, and he had an older brother, or has an older brother, Bryson, mm-hmm. that participated with him and was with him through the whole thing. We just had a great deal of support for Craig and Abby through that. Just because I've never heard of it before, uh, I lost a brother to, to cancer as well. Mm-hmm. He shaved his head on his own, mm-hmm. so there was a, a head shaving party. Is that what you guys did? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is totally cool. Mm-hmm. I think that makes light of a really scary situation. Yeah. Um, especially for kids. And, and you're right. Kids do support that are going through cancer. They, I see it a lot where they try to support their parents and let them know, Hey, it's okay. I'm okay. We're going to be okay. And so to do a head shaving party with something like that, it makes it a fun, more lighter, but probably difficult at the same time. Emotional. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, How was, how was that explained to Darren or Darian that, we're going to shave your head. I mean, how how was that explained to him that that we're all going to do it? Yeah, except I mean, my it, uncle, right? Exactly. <laughs> I probably had some great excuse. Yeah. Um, well, you got a head full of hair. That's a good excuse right there. <laughs> you know, I think it was uh, at the time that he was beginning the treatment and he was starting to lose his hair, okay. and he didn't like that. Okay. And so. Uh, yeah, Craig and Abby came up with the idea that, you know what, you're going to lose it, so why don't we just do this and make it easy, and we'll all do it together do and it on part your, of it with you. Nice. I like the doing it on your own terms. Yeah. Don't let yeah. it take it from yeah. me. We're going to do it on our own terms. That's what my brother did. He just all of a sudden said, you know what, it's going to come out, but I'm going to do it my way. Yep. Mm-hmm. He took it all out there. Yep. So how long after he passed did you guys decide to open up this organization and help other families? It was about six months afterwards that Craig came to me and said that uh, – He'd been thinking about this, and um, there was there there was a song at the time. It was called "The Motions" by Matthew West, mm-hmm. that was very popular on Christian radio, and it really spoke to Craig about you know doing something for others, taking these those opportunities, and doing something for others. He always really wanted to do something, but he just didn't know. What? What? Yeah. And so about six months after Darren passed away, he came to me and we talked about it. And then he put a, a party together with um, some of our close friends, our pastor from our church and a couple other friends and his other brother-in-law and kind of just shared the vision of what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And we we had no clue. None of us had, you know, I'd been on a little league board. But other than that, none of us had ever created a nonprofit before. And we just dove in. And yeah. created a 501c3 and started raising money. And uh, they lived in West Salem at the time. And that was kind of at the time where there was a kind of a rash of cancer situations with kids. Because of the water in West Salem, wasn't it? There were several, if I remember right, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there were several kids that got cancer up in the West Salem Hills. There was. And there a lot of speculation of why. I don't know the validity of any of the theories, but there there are theories of what happened. Uh, we've chosen to just focus on the families themselves right. and taking care of them. Mm-hmm. How's, how's mom and dad doing? 
Craig and Abby today, yeah, they're doing well. That's, we say it's been 14 years yeah. since this all started, 13 since Darian passed away. Uh, Bryson is now a, a senior at Biola University Good down at La Mirada. And, you know, Craig stepped away two years ago uh, at the 10-year mark in the organization. He stepped away and handed the reins to me and uh, <laughs> said that he it was time for him to, to take a little break and focus on he yeah. and Abby and Bryson. Mm-hmm. Do you do you you said you have children? I do. Okay. Uh, how old are they? Uh, my oldest is twenty five, and my youngest will be twenty three okay. in a few months. Do they have any children? Not yet. No, no they're not they're a grandpa in, yet. They're both in grad school. So okay. wait till you become a grandpa. Oh, Your whole yeah. life changes. Uh, can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. Are, so are, are you doing this because of of, of your nephew, or are you, are you doing this for selfish reasons because you're grateful that your own children are doing okay? Oh, that's certainly a part of it. That's certainly a part of it. Seeing what Craig and Abby went through, seeing the way Darian fought this battle, it was truly inspiring for me. And it was a story that I wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. As I said, we did. We had no clue what families in the, this area were going through prior to this. And once you your eyes are open to something like that, mm-hmm. it's really hard to not do something. No, absolutely. Um, my son was hospitalized for a really long time when he was first born, um, not because of cancer, but other reasons. Um, and we actually flew to Philadelphia. And there was a lot of groups that rallied behind us to support us because we were so far from home and different things. And those groups and organizations like yours you guys make it possible for people to get through day to day, truly. Um, a lot of people don't have a lot of family support and people to back them up right. um, in many different ways, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. There's so many different angles of kids getting sick and, and cancer. Um, so I respect and honor what you're doing, um, truly. It's, it's amazing, and it, it's probably impacted more people's lives than you even realize. Oh, it. I know it has, yeah. But I can tell you that it has also been extremely cathartic for us. Y- yeah. Um, I mean, yes, we're we're devastated that we lost Darian. Mm-hmm. But to be able to see all the families we've been able to help over the last twelve years, thirteen years, and see how many kids have come through the other side, and see that these families are still intact and had as normal a life as possible in this process and, and have some support is, is very cathartic. And again, it's, it's honoring to my, my nephew. Yeah, absolutely. We need to, uh, to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more, uh, with, with Greg King as our, as our special guest here. You're listening to the Terry Saul show on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. We'll be back in just a few minutes right after this brief timeout. You're listening to the Terry Saul show on KSLM AM and FM brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. Welcome back to the Terry Saul Weekend Show. We are talking with Greg King from Darren's Darian's Gift. We'll get that right here. And you were telling us off the air about uh, moments of joy. What is moments of joy? 
I think simply moments of joy is just trying to create opportunities because you just never know how many opportunities these family are going to have to have those memories and those experiences and those moments where they're feeling joy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so often thinking about treatment, thinking about their finances, thinking about how they get everything done around their house, you know, all, all the things that make up life that they don't take the time to experience some joy. And so that was something that was really important as part of Craig's vision when we created the organization was to look for those opportunities. And it was kind of born out of an experience that, that they had when Darian was actually very near the end. He, he actually had gone through treatment. He was uh, all done. He, had, uh, he was in remission. We had about three good months, and then the cancer came back, Ugh. and it came back just with a vengeance. Yeah. And uh, we only had about eight weeks with him hmm. afterwards. And during that time, we were looking for any opportunity we could to have our own kind of personal make-a-wish. Right. I mean, we he was a beaver for a day, uh, <laughs> got him down to Oregon State and the baseball team, and they signed a ball for him, and he got to meet the team and all these things. In fact, he signed a ball for them that they then took out on the road. Nice. Um, That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it was that was the and the one that really got me. Tug those heartstrings. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, they they signed this ball for him, and the very last guy. I wish I could remember the pitcher's name. He was the last one to sign the ball. After he handed it today, he turned around to walk away, and he's like, "You know what? This isn't fair. We did all this work, and you didn't do anything. I, you need to sign a ball for me." <laughs> nice. And I love that. So we got this great picture of Darian signing this ball, and uh, yeah, the equipment guy took it on the road with him. Uh, for, for the rest of the season. He was everybody's little buddy, wasn't he? That he probably was. made Darian feel so special. Like, they wanted my That's signature. Right. That's right. Now they have a ball with my name on it. How important He was always going to be a beaver. So that was definitely very, very, very special. So that was just one example of, you know, that or a, a trip up to uh, Safari Sam's or, uh, you know, whatever he wanted. We made sure it happened. Near the very, very end, uh, he was, was very sick. He could hardly get around anymore. And one day, uh, we wanted Craig and Abby to be able to, you know, get out and have a, a family dinner. And they always like to go to Applebee's. And so we got them a – for some reason, there was something at Applebee's that, that Darian would eat. And so we got him a gift card, and they were getting ready to go out. And he was laying on Craig and Abby's bed, and Craig had a Diet Coke that was sitting on a uh, a dresser across the room. And he left the room for just a moment with Darian on the bed, and he came back, and Darian was gone. And couldn't figure out what was going on. They started searching the house, and they couldn't find Darian. And next thing they found was Darian sitting at the edge of that dresser. He had crawled out of the bed, had crawled across the floor, and to get that Diet Coke. <laughs> Good for him. Good He's for like, him. He's like, I'm going to that, get that. That's my that, Coke. That was a moment of joy for him. Yeah. yeah. And it all started with them, you know, getting ready to to go out for that dinner. And we just kind of took that whole experience and said, you know what, we want to do whatever we can to create these opportunities for families because we just don't know how often and how many that that they're going to get. There's uh, somebody once told me um, that cancer is the disease of love. And it took me a second to really figure out what that meant because it was like it absolutely it's not the cancer of love it can't, or I mean the disease of love and they said no it gives you the opportunity to just love that much harder and enjoy life that much more and to grasp on 
to those moments of joy. And so it, it gives you a different perspective of love and joy. And it's it's true. And then when you said that, it was like that's an, an a perfect example of it being the disease of love because you get to give those moments of joy. One of the love. things that you said earlier is, and this is so true, is that uh, cancer cancer doesn't discriminate. It, 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 I lost my father, I lost my mother, and I've lost my brother all to cancer. And you know what? It doesn't discriminate. And it'll, it'll hit whatever it's ready to hit, and you just you have to deal with it. You do. And I think that's one reason why the community has rallied around us as much as they have over the last 12 years is because, as you say, Every one of us is affected by it, mm-hmm. and you don't realize how close childhood cancer actually is to you. Yeah. That it's usually only one or two steps away from you in someone that you know, mm-hmm. and it just takes that bringing it to your attention to kind of open open your mind. There yeah. is there is a lot of children out there with cancer, is, is there not? There is. In a, a town the size of Salem— what they estimate is that for every elementary school in Salem, so whatever number that is, there's going to be one child in a community that, for for each elementary school, that uh, will be diagnosed. You know with that is that is so not right. No, it's just it's just. Uh, it's a tough one, uh, especially children because they're just so young. And they don't understand, um, but they're they are fighters. Children are super resilient, um, more so than us adults. Believe it or not, like I think you said that earlier, and it's very true. Um, they're little fighters. That was the the thing with Darian that I I will never forget was the the line that he would say to me every time I would see him, or every time I was going to be leaving, and I would ask him how you doing, and he would always say I'm okay. Or I'm still okay. At six years old. At six years old. And, I mean, he, he knew that I needed to hear that before I I left, that he was, was okay. And, in fact, um, the the very last time, well, there were, there were two times. One of them was a moment of joy, opportunity again, where we were at a, a play structure up at uh, Church on the Hill out in McMinnville with the See You Later Foundation. Mm-hmm. They had really uh, embraced us. And he got stuck in the play structure, and I went in to get him out. And I'm sure that was quite a scene, me <laughs> crawling through there to get him. And he, he just had zero energy left by the time I yeah. got to him. And so I got there, and I just kind of held him for a little bit. And, yeah, when I was had him and he was catching his breath again, and I just said, you know, how you doing? And he goes, I'm still okay. Ugh. He knew how to tug at you. Yeah, he knew he how knew to get how me. He knew how to tug at you. He knew wow. how to get me. We, um, I think we need to take a quick break, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, we'll be back with more with, uh, with Greg King from Darian's Gifts. And uh, let's just take a break. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're listening to uh, 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. Back in a bit. We are back. This is the Terry Saw Weekend Show, Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host, and Amanda Smith has joined us. And today we're talking with Greg King from Darian's Gifts. So you were, before we went to break, you were talking about two moments. And one was the moment of joy, and then the other one was going to be the last time you've seen him. So why don't we pick off where we left off? 
Sure. Um, as I'd mentioned, the um, Darren had been in remission and then the cancer came back. And uh, at that time, we knew that we only had about eight weeks. Mm-hmm. They actually said four weeks, but he, he made it eight. Look and, at him, way to prove him wrong. That's right. <laughs> exactly. A little tough guy. Yeah. Exactly. And we, we basically told our boys who were in the seventh grade and fifth grade at the time that you've, you've got a whole pass. Yeah. Um, as much time as you need to take away from school and we spend time with, with day, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so. Is that we, what you guys called him day? Yeah. Say for, okay. Yep. Yeah. Day, day was his nickname or day, day. I love that. That was part of the, for him to day. Okay. Okay. Day, day. And, uh, so we basically just had a little commune over at Craig and Happy's with the entire family. And, uh, we just lived there for, for a month. I love uh, it. In days, last days. And yeah, the, the final days were, was getting really rough and we could tell that the, the day was there mm-hmm. and we were, we were going to probably lose them that night. And we, we had kind of made the decision, this is when we're going to say goodbye and, and, and step out. And so I went down to see him and he had this tiny little recliner chair and it was the cutest thing. He always sat in and played his video games. And I went down to say my, my goodbyes and I talked to him for a moment and I put my hand on the back of the chair to lean over and give him a kiss on the forehead. And when I did, he was so small at that point, the little bit of pressure that I put on the chair, I flipped it backwards. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> and literally flipped him out of the chair and had to catch him. <laughs> Before putting him back in the chair. He probably got a kick out of that, though. Like, Whoa. Oh, he did. He started laughing. <laughs> and I felt absolutely horrible. <laughs> and he started laughing and got in his chair. And I said, all right. You all right? And that was the last time that he said, um, Uncle Greg, I'm still okay. Ugh. Whew, that's a tough one. Well, but at least you got a good laugh with him and at that's the it end. Is, I, he, I needed that. You you did. I think you both probably did. Uh, and so yes, my last moment with with Day was was a it's happy a good moment. One. Yeah, it was a good absolutely. one. Absolutely, I will never forget. Was mom and dad Craig and Abby? Were, were they with him when he when he finally passed? They were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was at home under hospice, and uh, which I gotta say, Willamette Valley Hospice. They're is, the best. They are the absolute best. They are the best. Yes. Uh, shout out to Keith. Uh, <laughs> he's he was. Phenomenal, and they just took amazing care of Day uh, as if it was their own child, and they took care of Craig and Abby, and uh, yeah, yeah. We we used them both for my mom and my brother, and and they come in there and they they take care of the whole family. It's not they just the, the the patient; they take care of everybody, and they're, they're there for you. That's awesome. they are, and as as I say, Keith, he uh, I mean, he became like part of the family. Uh, he was around us all so much in that last month, and mm-hmm. you no, know, just a very, Boy, very special guy. That's a job that you, you got to be tough to pull, because you get attached. I know yeah. that both of them got attached with both my mom and my brother, and um, that's a tough one to pull. That would be a tough job. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. So now that you guys have this nonprofit, amazing organization, how many kids do you guys help? Well. Uh, it can vary from year to year. Right. I can tell you when Craig and I started this, as I said, it was back when there was kind of this rush of kids in West Salem and uh, Lisa Harder and uh, uh, Salinas. Oh, my gosh. Her, her name is totally escaping me at this That's point. That's all right. But anyway, there was three kids that started with us. And when Craig and I started, we kind of thought 
we might help a dozen families in our lifetime. Right. Um, and we're just going to keep going as long as we have the funding and as long as feels like it's right. Mm-hmm. And we just partnered with our 181st family. Oh, nice. wow. Nice. Holy smoke. So you Here surpassed. In the, in the the four county area. Okay. Yeah. So you went past a dozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by tenfold. Okay. We did. We did. Um, we've had as many as 20 right now at one time. And right now we have 12. Okay. And uh, the the really nice thing, though, is... When Darian was sick, mortality rates were much higher than they are for childhood cancer than they are today. Okay. Today, thankfully, um, the the survival rate is 80% for kids that are going through cancer treatment. Right. It was more like 45, 50% oh, when wow. Darian started. What is the what is the age range? What's the youngest you've been dealing with and then the, the eldest? Oh, gosh. The youngest has been infants. Oh, no. Yeah. And as... I think the oldest has been 19 or 20. Yeah, we yeah. they were still college age. Right. And so we said, yeah, we're we're happy to to help. To help out. Yeah. And and the way that we help out is in the the four ways really. The first is financial. And so all pediatric cancer treatment is done in Portland. There's there's no chemo and radiation that's done in town. And so families have to travel to Portland could be 20 25 times a month. Uh, depending on, you know, you get up there and you find out you don't make counts. And so you end up not having treatment. you got to come back home. And what, is, what does that mean, you don't make counts? Uh, so the first thing they do is do a, a, a blood test okay. when you get there. And you've got to have a certain number of uh, white or red blood cells okay. Okay. Uh, before they're going to, to do the treatment. And if you don't make counts, you could have made the trip up there unnecessarily and done all the prep that's involved just to turn around and come home. Yeah. And so, yeah, families could do this 20-plus times a month. And so especially when gas is, you know, when it's 250 it's still a lot of money. But right. when it was 5 6 bucks, mm-hmm. it was really, really difficult for families to have that added expense. So cool. we, we give them uh, funding to, to help offset their expenses. And I'm sure these things aren't scheduled when – off work hours. I'm sure people, are, parents are taking time off work it's to make always sure. always during the day. Always, yeah. Yeah, always during the day. And so, yeah, parents are having to take time off work. Families are split up. Mm-hmm. Mom taking a treatment. Dad going to work. Vice versa. Yeah. Um, and then your car needs maintenance. Yeah. And so we buy a lot of tires. We change a lot of brakes. Uh, we've got a great relationship with Les Schwab out in South Salem. And they they cut us a break on those services, and That's they actually awesome. make some very large donations each year, uh, so that it's no cost out of pocket for those families or Darian's gift to, yeah. to make that happen. What what about um, the siblings? Um, is there any help for the siblings? I mean, brothers and sisters are they just kind of put aside, or they absolutely not? We we take a, a holistic approach to the family. Because cancer affects the entire family. Sure does. Um, Absolutely. I mean, that's what we found with, with Bryson is that while Darian was going to treatment, Bryson needed to get to Little League. Mm-hmm. And families are – all families are that same way. There might be dance recitals or basketball or whatever, and they can't afford to, to do those things. So how many times so, did Uncle Greg take them to a Little League practice? Oh, I took Bryson to plenty of, <laughs> plenty of practices and games. You yeah. betcha. <laughs> I, I think or the, ice cream or mm-hmm. you know just whatever needed to happen. Well, I think a lot of focus is on the sick child typically um 
as it should be. And so a lot of the siblings get not necessarily neglected or overlooked, but um, the main focus is the sick child. And so that's awesome. You guys help out siblings as well. Definitely know that it affects the siblings as well. And again, one of the, the favorite stories of Darian's gift was one with Abby where um, – Abby's Darian's, Darian's, Darian's mother. Darian's mom, okay. yeah. Uh, she was she was a world-class uh, jump roper back in the day. Okay. And when uh, – 40 years. Cool. I haven't done that in 40 years. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and when the uh, the Sparkmans were going through treatment, and they were one of the families that we became acquainted with, one evening uh, Jim and Kristen and, and Braden were going to be away. And so Abby – uh, spent time with, with their daughter, Riley. Okay. And uh, they were just out in the driveway jump roping for a couple of hours. Yes. And to this day, Riley tells that story of how much that meant to her to just have Abby come by and spend time with her. Yeah. And show, show her how to be a world-class jump roper. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours jump roping? Man. Hey, I remember when I was young and there were some – Cool jump ropers in my school, and it was like, I wish I could jump rope like that. Yeah, they have some pretty cool tricks. <laughs> um, we only have a couple of minutes left, so we can at least get started in this and we can pick it up on the other side of the break here. Uh, how are you funded? Oh, we are funded uh, grassroots. Uh, we, we like to say that uh, we are funded based on $20 increments because mm-hmm. we, I talked about the, the gas expense that people have yeah. and it's about 20 bucks for mm-hmm. a round trip to portland and so we kind of judge everything in 20 dollar increments mm-hmm. and so uh, we've got regular donors that donate through our website and then we do fundraising over the course of the year our big event is a golf tournament and auction that we hold at Illahi every summer uh, this last year we had 144 golfers nice. wow. about 230 people that nice. were at the dinner an auction afterwards. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's grown to be a really, really fun event. Illahi takes great care of us. We've got supporters that have been with us since the beginning. Yeah. And every year we've added some new folks. And, yeah, it's a, a great event, and we encourage everybody to come out. This year we're going to have to take it up a notch because we know our numbers. We've we've maxed out golf. Okay. And so our, we're, we're talking about what we can do for our auction that uh, we can – get more people in it, and get more of the community involved. So stay tuned on that. Okay. There will be more coming on that. Um, but then we've just got some great local sponsors. Uh, BMW of Salem right now is running their fourth quarter campaign. And uh, John out at uh, BMW has been doing this for, I think, 10, 12 years now. Brought us in four years ago where he supports Liberty House, Family Building Blocks, Isaacs, uh, United Way, and us. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, – if you buy a car, they donate $100 to the charity of your choice. Oh, nice. And, That's awesome. And through their donations over the last three years, they've paid for over 1,000 trips to treatment for our families. Holy wow. smokes. That's wow. amazing. We need to take a, a short break. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up here. We come back more with Greg King from Darian's Gifts. You're listening to 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLN. We are so glad that you joined us this morning. Back after this brief timeout. We're back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. You're listening to the Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. We are back with our final few minutes. Today's guest has been Greg King from Darian's Gift. 
Yes. And Amanda has joined us as she does. Uh, we we're talking a little bit about you. You have a video that's that's coming out. What's that all about? Yeah, uh, we have a great videographer that we work with, Good Notion, uh, Logan Martin, and he did a great video for us right before our golf tournament this summer. But we were introduced to a family here recently that is uh, just a very, very unique story, and we felt like it needed to be told. And so we brought Logan back in again, and he put this six-minute video together, and we call it a day in the life because uh, we wanted people to see exactly what a family goes through in one day going through treatment. And so it's on our Facebook page. We just dropped it on Friday. Uh, we redid it again yesterday. Would really encourage people to go and see it. Um, but it's the the story of Thomas. He's a 10-year-old little boy, probably the most courageous family I've ever met. Uh, mom has five kids total, uh, the first four from the, the same father. And she lost her first son uh, about five years ago. Uh, from a brain cancer. Oh. Two years later, she lost her second son to oh, the ex- exact same cancer. Oh, my goodness. And it was at that time that they figured out or they started to realize, okay, something's off here. Right. And it turns out that dad has this um, genetic situation where he does not get the cancer, but he has passed it to his four kids mm-hmm. or could pass it to his four kids. Right. And the third child is okay, but the youngest son, Thomas, um, is dealing with cancer right now. It's okay. the exact same brain cancer. How old is Thomas? Ten. Uh, he's ten. Ten. Yeah. Can wow. you can you imagine? You're a parent too, Amanda. But can you imagine how how the the dad must feel? Uh, how a parent would feel knowing that he's passing this on to his children. My son actually, his dad passed a gene on to him that he carried but didn't have himself, um, and and. The amount of guilt was it can, devastating. It, it can think? be a lot, yeah. Wow. So yeah, so Logan spent the day with his family. Uh, it was at the house at five a.m. Thomas getting out of bed, getting ready, seeing him get his his port prepared, traveling to Portland with 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 mom and and aunt. Um, they've got a beautiful aunt that goes to all the treatments with Thomas and is his little partner That's awesome. through the, the process. Kind of like what Uncle Greg used to do, isn't it? <laughs> oh, she's, she's way beyond me, i got to say. She's amazing. And it, it's a tragic story, but it's absolutely beautiful to see this family and how close they are and the, the fight that they have, the courage that they have. And as, as Mom tells the stories, uh, as Ramona tells the, the story of, of Thomas, it's just it's beautiful. Uh, but absolutely tragic. So, yeah, we'd love for folks to check out our our Facebook page, our Instagram, and, and check this out and experience what it's like to be a, a family for a day going yeah. through this. And what's the name of your Facebook page? So and, it's Darian's Gift. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, it's a much longer name, but if you search Darian's Gift, you'll find it'll us. It'll pop up. Yep, it'll okay. pop up. And yeah. Darian is spelled D-A-R-I-A-N-S? That's correct. Okay. So out of everything that you guys have done over the 12 years, what would you say is your most favorite thing or what, what's brought the, what fills your cup? You know, I, I would have to say that my favorite is our annual Christmas gift drive. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because knowing that it's can be difficult for families each year to get Christmas presents for their kids, their finances are going elsewhere. A lot of them are stressed about how they're going to get gifts. And so we, we put this Amazon wish list together 
And I don't know if you realize, but Amazon actually has what they call Amazon Smile, that you can designate a charity. And so if people use Amazon Smile to buy the gifts that are on this wish list, Amazon is also giving a kickback oh, wow. to Darian's nice. gift. Nice. So it's like an extra donation that we get yeah. in cash. But our supporters can buy these gifts that are sent to HomeSmart Realty. They're all sent to, to HomeSmart we are going to get together next week and have a wrapping party and get them all put together. And then we take our red Santa bags and we, we head out on the road to see these families. Yes. And okay. And take them these gifts. That's so, awesome. So if our, if our listeners wanted to purchase one of these gifts on the Amazon wish list, how would they go about that? They can go to Darian's Gift. And we've got uh, about seven posts on there in the last last week. Okay. That you can click on the link. Uh, at, Anything that is left on the list will still be on that link. Pick something on the list. It'll be automatically be sent. You don't have to, to, to yeah. deal with all of that. Can't get any easier. That's Can't get awesome. any easier. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Um, Amanda, this past weekend, went out and she was delivering food boxes. Okay. And, and I asked her this, um, how she felt afterwards. You're going out with this red bag and Uncle Greg is dropping stuff off. How do you feel afterwards? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it really – it. you have moments at times when, you know, you first see the, the little boy with, without hair or a little girl without their hair. And it tugs at the heart, It touches it? the heart. But then when you see how excited they get about opening up these gifts, and it, some of them they put them under the tree and wait till Christmas, but some of them it barely gets out of my hand, <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting opened. And it's it's just like when my kids were little again. Mm-hmm. So, so thirty three percent of uh, bankruptcies are because of cancer debt. And that's a really big number. Thirty three percent of bankruptcies really? are from cancer debt. So, the holidays are extra hard for these families right now. Um, on top of all of the traveling, the the maintenance that it puts on the cars, and then the siblings and. It's a lot. So giving back to the community like this, and this is all local. This is all in our area that you serve, correct? It is. So um, if you guys have a few extra dollars you could spare or want to go on to the Amazon shopping list, I promise you it makes all of the difference in the world Um and it just brightens a child's day tremendously. And you guys also help the siblings, too, so it's not like a child's being left out in the home. No. if it's We buy the gifts for every child that's yeah. in that family. So if they've got four siblings, they're all putting a couple of items on that Amazon wish yeah. list. Yeah, we ask everybody for at least two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So what happens if those lists doesn't get fulfilled? Uh, between donations that we take in, we make sure that we fill that list. Uncle Greg's going to make sure no, it's fulfilled. Don't Uncle you kid Greg's yourself. Make sure you betcha. Yeah. Okay. So, wh- what do you what do you need from us? What can we do for you? You know, just the fact that you had me in here today is is awesome. I really appreciate it and the opportunity to tell our story, tell you about Darian. Yes. And it's it just warms my heart to be here. Yeah. And so I thank you for that. Uh, You're very people welcome. can visit our website. Would love for them to get to know more about us, uh, watch our videos, learn about the families we serve, learn about what it is that we're doing. Check out our Facebook page uh, on a regular basis. Uh, we post a couple times a week. So you can definitely learn about the families and the opportunities that we have for fundraising opportunities that can, can help us out. Uh, they can visit our website at dariansgift.org. 
uh, or visit the Facebook page at Darian's Gift. And if you guys missed any of that information, don't hesitate to give me a call or an email and I will make sure to get you all of that information. Greg, you're doing an awesome job and uh, it was a pleasure to meet you and a pleasure to have you in here. An honor. Um, it, exactly. Um, and I, do we have any tissues left? <laughs> <laughs> You've gone through all of them. I know. I'm sorry. Jeez. So would you do us a favor uh, after the holidays? Would you come back and let us know how it went? Oh, I'd love to. That'd All be right. amazing. We would oh, really appreciate you. it. Would love right. to. Greg King from Darian's Gift. <laughs> no. Check it out. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. We're just about out of time for today's show. Remember, you can catch our show every Saturday at 10 a.m. and a replay Sundays at 6 p.m. right here on Salem's original radio station, KSLM. A reminder, if you missed any of today's show or would like to hear any of my shows, you can always hear a podcast on our official KSLM website at www.kslm.news or on my official website at www.terrysaul.com. If you would like to drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is terry at kslm.news. We'll see you next time. Take care and be safe. You've been listening to The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Holmes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Good show. Bye, everybody.